something else cool. I finally found a, I found the reason DVR exists. And it was awesome. So, you know, Jake's five. Henry's two. He went to bed. But Jake really wanted to stay up and watch the game last night. And I told him, look, you can watch it for a little while, but you got to go to baddie at school in the morning, the whole deal. So I said, look, I'll record the game for you, and we'll watch it tomorrow. So I got up this morning, got him up, was getting him dressed, and he goes, Dad, who won? And I said, Michigan won. And he Michigan won? And I said, yeah. And the, the, the look on his face, the excitement, and I'm like, dude, I got it. We'll, we'll watch it tonight. It's going to be great. And that is why DVR exists for moments just like that. Um, there is there has been a, a bit of an arms race, whether it's automotive companies, startups, uh, you know, small to mid sized companies that are in the the powertrain space, and and the types of propulsion that is being put in vehicles from, you know, your standard internal combustible engine to EV batteries, to hydrogen, to nuclear power. Well, now there's a new startup, Alpha Auto Technologies. They are building engines that are comparable to other engines, but at net zero emissions. These these engines can run run off of hydrogen, ethanol, ammonia, and they are completely clean, durable, and versatile. It's an interesting way when you think of all the types of applications, John Krasminski is the CTO of Alpha Auto Technologies, and he joins us. John, good to have you. Chris, thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what you guys do. You really summed it up really quite well. Um, you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't understand is how many engines are around us. Um, there's 180 million engines produced every year. And that is projected to grow, grow to 370 million engines by 2030. Mm. Um, this is part of our, our world. And what our goal is, is to um, clean up traditional engine technology, be it NOx emissions, greenhouse gas emissions. Um, the EPA recently did a study where the best solution is actually a hybrid system using an internal combustion engine paired with a renewable fuel, like you had said, hydrogen, ethanol, et cetera. And our company is positioning itself to develop that engine technology that can utilize those carbon neutral fuels today. But once we are ready for that switch, we're poised to fill that market demand for a truly net zero emissions future. So what, what type of applications are, we, are you seeing uh, used on these types of engines? So we're going, so we look at it as um, augmenting electrification. So we're not, we don't think uh, competing against electrification is um, the way we position ourselves. Um, if you look at, you know, there's a, another, I'm going to quote another study, um, leaf blowers. There's a study done by Edmonds that a leaf blower used for 30 minutes um, actually produces more emissions than if you drove an F-150 Raptor coast to coast in the United States. So um, those are great applications for electrification. But what we're looking for is how do we augment electrification to, um, to better 
position all transportation technologies to be carbon neutral. So what we're going after is um, range extenders in automotive type applications, or maybe even a range extender that's in the trailer that you're pulling. So let's say you have an electric vehicle that um, once you put a, a trailer behind it, your range goes way down. We put the range extender in the trailer and you'd actually charge as you're driving. Um, as well as just portable power generation that um, is going to be required. If you're now have an EV car, your power's out, how do you charge that in the most economically mm. and carbon neutral way? T- talk to me about the production process here, because I-, I have to imagine that eventually you'd like to get to full scale uh, pumping these types of engines, this type of technology out at a, at a mass rate. What's your production look like now? Right now, we're still in uh, the development phase. Okay. So we, we are, um, plan- you know, we're, as you had mentioned before, we're a startup. So we're, um, we're past proof of concept, but we're, you know, really in, in um, you know, the, the late stages of development. And our plan is to really bring this technology to market by 2025 in a portable generator type application. Wow. And, and it- you talked about the portable aspect of it here. It, it, expand on that a little bit more because that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that, you know, we noted, if you look at hybrid applications, um, you're essentially carrying two powertrains, an electric powertrain and a conventional internal combustion engine powertrain. And as um, you scale down the vehicle, let's say a side-by-side ATV or even a jet ski, something small, it gets becomes harder and harder to implement hybrid type solutions, even a lawnmower, for example. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is make these things as highly power dense as possible to meet the demands that they can go into a small platform or still be portable for charging like an EV architecture. So, you know, right now, if we look at our generator technology, what you would typically look for if that would uh, power a house that might be something that's 500 pounds, we're looking at doing that in a hundred pounds and it could power three to four houses. See that, that really is incredible because the applications for that, you know, as, as uh, more people here, you know, particularly in the state of Michigan, we've had a lot of outages that, that have been pretty severe and they last days and, and people are looking for, for ways to, to keep that power on in their homes when potentially the, 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 the utility goes out. But, but I mean, when you th- start thinking about natural disasters and 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 getting those generators to to places of need that are dealing with hurricanes or tornadoes or earthquakes, I mean, the applications for for a life saving situation, I, I have to imagine factoring greatly here. Absolutely, and that's one of the things that you know we've talked about internally is. You know, as we move to electrification, our backup um, power supplies have to be even more capable. Because if you're in Florida, there's a hurricane coming and there's an evacuation notice, and your car's not charged and the power's out, you have a problem. Right, you're stuck. Yep. Mm. Well, it's very interesting. Um, and so what are the next steps for you and the company here? Well, right now we're, um, we're raising capital, we're mm-hmm. raising investment. Um, we're continuing the development work and uh, continuing to do the product development and product testing work required to bring this product to market. Um, 
So if anybody wants to get a hold of us, you can go to our website at alphaauto.com, um, and we'd be happy to talk to you. You know, it's 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 what makes I think um, these types of interviews that we do. We focus on a lot of these startups, like uh, like Alpha Auto Technologies in Michigan, becoming such a, an important role in startups as a, as an incubator, as places where ideas are are really flourishing. And uh, I cannot wait to see the development of this type of technology, John. Um, and the output of, of Alpha Auto Technologies. Thanks for the time, and best of luck moving forward. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Yep, you got it. That's John Krasminski with Alpha Auto Technologies. And we got to take a break, get you caught up on a couple of big stories making headlines today, Michigan with the national championship as they enter 2024.